check it out, hey, 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 check it out. Mr. Bentley Craig, sir. Hello. Good to talk talking with you, man. It's been a while. Right. How are you, sir? I am freaking awesome, sir. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Doing very, very good. And uh, for the show, my name is John Omerchata, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And I am joined by, if you'd like to introduce yourself. I would be the uh, the nuclear knucklehead from the Nuclear Knucklehead Show, the number one least listened to show in the nation. <laughs> uh, man, I don't know. At times, I might, I might rival you on that one. <laughs> I'm not shit, man. So, how, well, I already asked you how things were. Um, yeah, and I mean, this is going to kind of, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess I kind of have some other fun stuff that we can uh, we can jump into. I was meaning to do um, an episode based on COVID, which I can cover with you. And in fact, after I'm done doing a podcast with you, I've got another podcast I'm doing with Brain. Because um, he wanted, like, all of a sudden, like, I was, uh, it was me and you and it was like, great. And then all of a sudden brain was like, Hey man, let's do a podcast. This is the night I can do it. I'm like, all right, man. Well, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah. Do you want to do that? You want to discuss COVID and everything that I haven't talked about in the past, man, I haven't done a, like a real topics issue with the exception of the last one. And, uh, maybe a month or two, something like that. So, right. Yeah, that uh, uh, COVID thing. That is um, now. I know we're we're on Anchor, and yeah. I I'm on an, another network, and I know people on that network when they get to talking about COVID, we actually get dropped off the of sites. Like um, YouTube's kicked off, kicked them off the site. Spotify, yeah, and I, and I don't know the actual reasons. I just know that there are some that in that network that like to give medical advice. And I'm like, I don't really do that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, it's probably a lot to do with, I mean, in any way, shape or form, if you step out of lockstep with, with the public narrative, which changes all the time as we're seeing now, um, they'll, they'll ban you or they'll censor you or whatever it may be. So that's what I would assume is happening. If you guys are talking about it and you get kicked off now, given this is like recorded prior to posting it, right? So, which I'll post it tonight, um, or as soon as I can remember to. So it'll either be tonight or. Um, but you know, they don't really get much of a chance to cover it. But I haven't seen that with Anchor, which I really like with Anchor. Why I've stayed on it for so long is, um, I haven't had any of my shows, at least not that I know of. I haven't had them all, you know, um, what do they call that? Throttled or anything to that effect. So. Um, that's been right. Nice. Yeah. That, you know? that, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Cause obviously, as you said before, um, my show is not safe for work. <laughs> <laughs> right. I get, I'm, I'm a foul mouth, uh, podcaster. So, um, but I, you know, I've seen some other co- uh, podcasts out there that are, are similar and, um, you know, anchor is just a place to go for it. So I thank them quite a bit for that. And, uh, to also, uh, monetize my stuff. Um, although 
Yeah, I haven't been monetized for some time, but I, I figured that had a lot more to do with the quantity of podcasts that I'm putting out. Um, at least that's the response I was getting. So, because, you know, I was doing the, uh, um, once a week show, which I really should have been doing more, but you know, you know how it is life, life comes at you and you got to deal with the shit that you got to deal with. Um, oh, yeah. podcast has to go by the wayside for a little bit, but you know, we're up and running again. So that's nice. So, um, do you want to get into COVID? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get right into it. I've got a whole slew of things that I wanted to talk to about, it, uh, or talk with you about it. Um, all right, so up, what was it, maybe a month ago? I don't, I mean, I feel like it was close to about a month ago. Our overlords in our, in the usurper in chief, um, decided to let us know that if we're fully vaccinated, we don't have to wear a mask in indoors anymore, right? Mm, right. However, you're in Florida, um, yes. Florida, Texas. South Dakota, um, we're all all gave up the the mask mandates anyway. So you guys were you guys were pretty good, right? Oh yeah. Uh, well, we had our moments here, depending on yeah, yeah. where you were at. Right, because you still had the stores with their their policies. Right, and well, like Orlando was just horrible. I was yeah, around I there this past Christmas time and the New Year and. Oh man, those people are just horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of um, corporate um, mindset out there, right? Because you have in Orlando, you have um, Disney World, you have uh, is Epcot Center out there too? All that shit's out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they were all closed at the time. Yeah. But even though that's the case, I mean, all those people are, I mean, for the most part, are still out there. So you got a lot of, I don't know if I'd necessarily claim them as, as liberal as much as I would just kind of mainstream. Right. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, is, yeah. That, is that what you're getting the feeling of? I would on, on some there. Um, oh, what would you call it? That artsy fartsy flaky. Oh, uh, like trendy. Um, oh, fuck. What's the name? Yeah. Like the hippies don't dress yeah. out of the thrift store. They go buy it retail hipsterdom yeah hipsters yes there you go that's what i saw you know like the dudes were very well groomed and i'm like oh my god yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm not that guy you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i'm right there with you um so uh up here in michigan um and as far as i can tell ohio indiana um, I mean, I just got back from from Buffalo, so obviously New York for sure, because of Cuomo. Um, in Pennsylvania, uh, as far as I could see, all of that, it's uh, Michigan's Michigan's more locked down than the than those, except for New York. They're kind of on the uneven keel with us. Um, but you know, as the president had stated that, you know, he got some pushback from the Dems and uh, from from other people. Um, and what I thought was so funny is that, you know, now turns out I'm fully vaccinated <laughs> to be able to go into stores without a mask on. Um, you know, they, they can't. I've had one person ask me uh, as I was going into, of all places, a Walmart. 
and I was going in. I didn't have my mask on. As I'm walking, uh, this lady, um, I think she had hers pulled down under her chin, and she goes, sir, are you forgetting something? And my response right away was um, I thought fully vaccinated people weren't supposed to, or didn't have to wear a mask. And her response was something to the effect of that's what I'm talking about. And I was like, that's what's up. <laughs> just, so I didn't have to lie. Um, but at the same time, it's like you can't you cannot make anybody prove it now because of HIPAA laws. Right. The HIPAA laws are, are supposed to be fairly fucking sacred in this country. Yeah, and that's um, where I'm at. When when I get that question, I'm like, you're not allowed to ask me anything. Yeah. Get out of my face. Yeah, you're not a medical professional. Or even if you are, you're not my personal physician. So you're not supposed to be discussing shit with me, nor should you be asking me about it. Um, you know, and, and that lady was, I mean, as soon as I pointed that out, she fucking right away was, okay, cool, you know, like, Dude, you didn't ask me. You just—I just barely fucking told you something, or pointed something out, and you bent down like a dog. But that's—that's that's kind of the point, anyway. You know. Um, I mean, I don't know if you agree with me, but the biggest thing that the easiest thing that we can do is just tell the opposition no, and they'll back down. You know. Yes, I've been preaching no since two thousand and eight. Good, good for you, man. Good I'm like, you. just throw in a random no. If you want to say yes, go ahead and throw in a no. I was like, it really fucks <laughs> with their heads. Yeah, because they're they're so used to, you know, um, people backing down to them. I mean, we see that with, with the racist card that's pulled out all the time. You know, you just tell them no. You just, I mean, it, I, I'm not a fan of Ben Shapiro necessarily, but as I've said before, he's a useful tool. He says, um, you know, his his statement about when somebody calls you a racist is to turn around and call him an asshole. I, I call agree. them a racist. They say, yeah. you're a racist. I'm like, you are. Yeah, just call him a name back. Yeah. Because if you if you participate in that conversation with them, you know, if you start to go into defending why you're not, you've just given them the win. You've just given them control over that conversation. When all you got to do is turn around and tell them to fuck themselves, you know, because uh, – that's that it's just not the case. It's an, it's an easy out for them to be able to dismiss, you know, the, the situation at hand. And usually it's, I don't know if you feel this, but it's usually it's, they don't have an argument, you know, that's where they pull that shit out. No. And then when, uh, if I do come to a loss for words, I usually just say something like exactly <laughs> like, uh, so I guess you, uh, are you still beating on your girlfriend? <laughs> There's no good answer out of that, dude. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead answer that one yeah um yeah so that i thought that was pretty funny um you know that that biden and that it kind of sends me for a whirlwind every once in a while when they do something like that i mean it's just like kamala harris going down to what was it guatemala Guatemala, yeah yeah and saying don't come and it's like I hate to agree with them in any way, shape or form, unless it's the truth. And that's the truth. And I don't like them. But you know what? When they say something good. Great. I mean, that's beneficial to us. Yeah. Don't come. Exactly. That's what we've been saying for the longest fucking time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now they're starting to realize that, you know, that that we can't just handle unmitigated um, migration especially illegal migration, which is exactly what it was, 
uh, in the U.S. You know, we have there has to be a legal process to do it. Um, you know, in in order to bring people in, and I, I'm, yeah, that's just my two cents. No, I'm with you. I'm uh, I'm all about immigration. You know, uh, my family's been here a long time, but you know, we we are the best place in the world. No. We are the safest place in the world, but there does need, you know, you can't just come across here willy nilly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't just do that anywhere. You know, China wouldn't let that shit fly. No. And you know what? Guatemalans, the last thing they really want to do is walk their ass through Mexico. Yeah. And the fact that those guys in Guatemala are walking through Mexico to get here because that's like a landmine for those people. I mean, Mexicans hate Guatemalans. You know, you want to talk about racism. Right. It's no bueno for a Guatemalan in Mexico. It's so funny that you say that because it's like that in so many other places of the world, like where we're getting shit on for bullshit racism when you have real racism between or or I don't know, nationalism or whatever you want to call it, between the Chinese and the Japanese. They can't stand one another. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And, you it's know. just like you said it. Yeah, the fucking, you got Guatemalans and Mexicans. And it's like that between different nations going through Central and South America, as well as other parts of the world. Well, and then to break it down, like locally, like where I grew up, we used to like to make fun of the people. I live right on the border of West Virginia and Ohio. And so we would automatically, you know, we didn't care for people from Ohio. We made fun of yep. Ohio drivers, you know, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we did the same in, in Ohioans with us and, and you know, uh, I almost said Mexico, Michigan and Ohio, you know, obviously we have sports teams that are massive well, rivals. Yeah, of know. course there. Yeah. 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 But yeah, they don't, you know, we got a Michigan plate in Ohio, dude. You better just cruise on through, you know. It's 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 not a pleasant place necessarily for somebody from the north. Um, and it's kind of that way, too. I mean, it's just it's almost like human nature to a degree. Um, yeah. Being born on the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. Yeah. And you have the difference uh, between the north and the south, too. Like the south are still pretty salty about all that, um, which is fine. And it turns out they're kind of right. You know, like the fucking northerners. Um, look at what we're doing with the country. You know, can't seem to get our head out of our ass. Um, that being said, as I said, you know, you have perfect proof in Texas, in Florida and in South Dakota who lift some of which didn't even have the lockdown or mandates uh, others that lifted it. And look at how much better they've been doing than the rest of the country, you know, than the places that are more locked down like Michigan. And it's funny because Whitmer up here tried to blame Florida. They tried. She tried to say that the reason that we have a spike up here is because of all of what she calls the snowbirds, who are Michiganders that you know uh, live half in Florida throughout the year, and then fly back during the summer. She was trying to blame the spike on them, and it's like, fucking, give me some proof. There was no proof. They they can't. They their science yeah. is a religion, and that's it. They, they have faith in what they're saying. I don't even know if they have faith in it. I think they're all just full of shit. Yeah. Like like a manipulating six or seven-year-old kid. Right. No, I agree with that wholly. It's completely, completely. Because 
that's just it. I mean, if it was really about the science, they would have been spending a lot more time in researching that. You know, how many people are going up from from places in the south, like Florida, to the to the north, and it's not just Michigan. I mean, you have Wisconsin and Minnesota and, you know, Maine and New Hampshire. It's not just Michigan that decides, you know what, we're going to spend half of the, half of the year in, in a warmer climate, um, you know, and then to try and blame that on those people is just horseshit. I mean, you would have, they would be, they would, if they had that proof, they would be screaming it from the rooftops about uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Look at what they do with the smallest amount of proof, which, you know, good, good or a funny, uh, what's that called? Segue into, have you heard about the, the few cases of, uh, things that they had to, that they had to, um, walk back in reporting on Trump about, if you know, if, if uh, yeah, I've been uh, seeing a lot of that in the last week. Yeah. Yep. In the past week. Um, I think it came out the. Trump gassing his own people for the photo op when that um, church was caught on fire. Mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That turned out to be bunk. Um, that turned out to be that uh, that never happened whatsoever. Um, the reason that the, and the police even talked about it prior the, the night before, and it had nothing to do with Trump. It had to do with the riots that were going on and people were getting violent and that's and the the police decided to um, throw tear gas, which they're calling gas, which is such a a petty thing to do to say, oh, well, Trump's gassing his own people as if he were, you know, um, um, you know, some dictator in the Middle East that yeah. was throwing- <laughs> like he was Saddam Hussein. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a load of shit, man. Yeah, um, like sitting out nerve gas. Exactly. Yeah, as if tear gas that's meant to – it's non-lethal. It's meant to just make people either disperse or stop being violent or whatever it may be um, to mm-hmm, stop them mm-hmm. from doing that. You know, it, like that's on the same level as as a nerve agent that's going to fucking shut down all of your innards and kill oh, you. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, to drop you right there where you stand and yeah, yeah. convulsing and puking and shitting yourself. And, right. You know, yeah, that ain't – that. they're ridiculous. Yeah, what was the other? Go ahead. And, uh, you know, speaking of the gas, I had that when I was in basic training, of course. And uh, um, we'll tell you that, you know, and of course, I got like the heavy duty stuff and I would leave. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's not much you can do, dude. It's going to it's going to send your ass into, you know, recovery mode as soon as it possibly can. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm familiar enough with it that I knew when I saw those canisters, I ran. Yeah. Yeah. Any chance you can hear my dog right now? Can you hear that? I heard a little bit in the background. Speaking uh, of you got I am home all alone with the dogs and this fucking dog, man. I mean, I love him to death, but for fuck's sake, dude. He sees a, a leaf fly by the window and he goes nuts. Um, which I guess is good. <laughs> right. Prevents, prevents anybody from wanting to do anything, which is nice. Um, yeah. So let's also take this point or this, t- this point in time anyway to, uh, to point out uh, that Whitmer, Cuomo, Newsom, and I can't—I can never remember that fourth governor—are all mass murderers. Would you agree? I would definitely agree. And the fact that they have not been arrested 
is beyond me. Like why the local county sheriff doesn't walk in there and arrest any of them. Doesn't it just blow your mind that they could send COVID positive? Because I don't know about you. I have not once said that it's not a real virus, right? I've just said it's not as it's not what they're saying it is, right? It's not right. to that level. It's not it, it's not like the plague, right? Where you would right. see people dying in the streets. However, it would be like even even sending a flu positive person into a nursing home with people who have immune compromised systems and are just older, right? Who are who are more susceptible to catching it and and dying. Yeah. And that's what they did. And uh, yeah. on purpose. On and, fucking purpose. And I can speak from I know we have uh what do they call them? Like uh uh they're like living assisted houses here, I guess, the yeah. nursing home. Yeah. And I know some people in them, and I would go there during when they were on their lockdown, and I couldn't go in, right? You know, I had to take whatever they wanted. I'd go to the store for our friends and bring it and drop it at the front door and leave. They wouldn't let us in there. They couldn't come out. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go in. And nobody in that nursing home or the two that I was in died from COVID. So something as simple as that here in Florida and why they were not doing that everywhere else is, you know, that's just bad intentions when you're doing something like that. Yeah. The fact that, I mean, it's, I'm sure that there's probably some Republicans out there or whatever. It may be that are are wanting to go forward with charges or or what have you, but or investigations because I I haven't checked into Cuomo. I know he was going through; he was really getting close to being completely thrown under the bus. Um, but then they changed it over to the harassment or Me Too shit, whatever, in order to you know sidestep um, any attention to the fact that he did this. Uh, and they were kind of talking about doing it to, to Whitmer. Um, and I haven't heard anything about Newsom, but you know, it's, they're still in office. They're still operating. There's, they still have control and power, um, which is sick. You know, you go out and you, you kill somebody in the street, you killed an old person in a nursing home. You're going straight to jail. Nothing for these politicians. Right. And, and they did it knowing and especially yeah. Whitmer, didn't she take her? Was she the governor that took her mom out? Was she? I, can't, I know there I know was she, one lady governor that did that. Yeah, she. Well, I know what she. So her husband. So we had a couple of stories. Her husband, during lockdown, um, tried to get his boat out, and even like it was it was recorded um, and put in the news that um, he had called in and said, "Hey, I'm the I'm the governor's husband." You know, can you do this for me because of that? So that happened. And then she just got hit with having um, more than six people at a restaurant, which she had um, put a put a halt on for for, you know, the duration of this lockdown. Um, And she got hit with it and then had to come out to, you know, because they're all hypocrites. Um, Terrible, terrible hypocrites. This isn't just like, you know, you shouldn't drink kool-aid or whatever but you know in the background you're drinking it i mean i guess it's maybe on something like that but it's it's far worse it's hey you have to have your rights taken away from you you can't be in control of your health and and your risk to your life but i'm gonna go ahead and do it myself 
which should tell everyone that this virus isn't what, you know, they all have played it out to be. She's, you know, if it's that dangerous that you shouldn't have six people with you at a restaurant, but they're going to do it, then that shows you it's total bullshit. Definitely. Yeah. And then how about the, uh, and I'm sure this is probably somewhere in the, dude, I've got a whole list of shit of, of issues and whatnot, but um, <laughs> prior, you know, up, up until, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, you couldn't say shit about it being, um, you know, the COVID coming from a lab. It was, I, I guess the story was, and this is what kind of confused me is that it came from the bat, right? That it was an organic right. virus, essentially. That was like the original. And now, I remember talking about bat soup. I remember that too. Yeah, bat soup. Yeah, I remember. I remember uh, Nick DiPaolo talking about bat soup um, a while ago, and it was it was just kind of always like, I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, that's crazy because you know the Chinese have wet markets. They eat weird shit, but so does a whole slew of other people. Um, oh shit! Well, who was his name? Who used to do uh, the Daily Show? Who's the first? John Stewart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he just came out on on Stephen Colbert, and did you see this? No. Yeah, dude, he came out on Stephen Colbert and um made the the best points that it happened in in a lab because it it came from um or at least you know. It, we know that it originated in Wuhan, and there was a specifically the lab was named something to the effect of COVID respiratory um, laboratory. And his whole point was like, why don't you search that one place? And he made in, in one of his great, excellent, um, um, oh fuck, what's what's it called when you liken something, something metaphor, no analogies or whatever, mm-hmm. was that, you know, hey, if you're in, if you're near Hershey, Pennsylvania, and all of a sudden you see some chocolate, maybe check out Hershey, Pennsylvania. You know, maybe check out the Hershey, <laughs> Hershey, the Hershey plant, chocolate plant. That that might be it. You know, and and you like, do smell chocolate when you drive through Hershey, Pennsylvania, or at least you yeah. used to. Yeah. Have you have you been there? Have you been to the the chocolate factory? I haven't been there, but uh, when I drove through hershey pennsylvania i was like holy crap man it smelled like i love yeah, this dude. place <laughs> it's awesome they got a theme park there no shit and uh and it's good too it's good shit i remember you go through the thing um oh these fuckers sorry i'm trying to i was trying to look up the video so I could, we can hear it but yeah um you go through like how they make the chocolate and then you get a hershey kiss at the end and everything and dude i love hershey's Hershey's great. However, yeah. I'm sure that they probably did some some uh, woke shit too. Um, yeah, but Find no, out Bill Gates owns it now. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, did you hear about him owning more farmland than anyone else in the country? That just you know the, something like that. I'm like, how how do you let one person do all that? Yeah, well, just like Black. Were you the one talking about BlackRock? No, no. Uh, what is that again? I, I, I think I just remember hearing it in the last week. Yeah, I think I think my buddy Lewis Boyce was talking about it on Facebook. BlackRock is, it, I, I, I don't quote me on it, but 
essentially they are like, I don't want to say a shell company, but to an effect, they are, they have, I know they have $13 trillion. I know that China's got a mat. They've got a massive thing to do with China and they're buying up whole blocks. If not, I mean, just swaths of property. Okay. I can speak on that right there, right now. Okay. Um, okay. I do a lot of, uh, home repairs. And I work for property management companies all over. And uh, it turned out that some of these property management companies I'm working for are Chinese owned. You know, they own, you know, they'll have 10,000 houses I know in Tampa alone. Damn. Just in Tampa. Yeah, well, when they go into bid on houses, they can outbid anyone. You got $13 trillion, dude. And, and from what I understand, they're offering almost double what a property's worth. And then they don't let anybody rent it out. And what that – the theory is is that what that's going to do is develop a permanent rental class within the United States. You got to stay where you're at. You're, you can't find any other properties because all these other properties are just going to stay where they're at. I don't know if they're buying up like – uh, subdivisions where people are, are constructing new houses, you know, new subdivisions and buying them and then not doing anything with, I don't know, but it seems pretty fucked up. I don't like the idea of another country being able to come in and buy any portion of our property with the exception of maybe an embassy. That would make sense, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't even let them buy it. I just, yeah, you can lease it. Until we've had enough of your have this. Don't, don't, don't piss me off. Yeah. Yeah. But and, I, and I remember. Perfect idea. Speaking of, of China buying everything, back in, say, the late 80s, early 90s, Japan was doing the same thing. But because I, I recall them buying up all kinds of stuff at that time, and they came to West Virginia, and West Virginia was like, no, we don't let foreign people buy property here but they bought it all over america and then not long after that china went in or japan went into a recession yeah so i'm wondering you know like history repeats itself if we're dangling things for china maybe there's smarter people than me and you that are playing them which you know i don't know i doubt it but it yeah. seems similar to Japan, but I didn't think that Japan had the bad intentions that I see with China. China. Yeah, well, I mean, I know that they were buying up large swaths of Hollywood, of production studios out there, as well as um, the NBA, buying stock in the NBA, um, which is why LeBron James and quite a few others, as well as some football teams and players, would never – you know, if, if somebody spoke out against it, there's a, a huge thing, what, a couple of years ago about a, um, a coach from the NBA that was talking out against um, the abuses of the Chinese government, the communist Chinese government on um, its own people. Um, and they got into some serious shit. Oh, yeah. Because of how much uh, China owns and, and what they they provide the NBA. Which is terrible. Again, something that I, uh, I, I, I truly do believe that 
it would be okay. It would be in, in fact, in America's best interest, not to let a country, another country, um, buy up. I would say, shit. I'd say even the United States government can't buy up, um, individual or, or independent, um, companies stock, you know, it, it's, it would, it would be a conflict of interest for our own government to do it, let alone another, another country altogether. Right. Yeah. For sure. And let, let me uh, talk. I'm going to backtrack a little bit Please. back to the uh, the Wuhan and the coming out of the lab. Now, when this first started and like hot and heavy, like uh, two Januarys ago, I used to and I still I, I still listen to her now, but you used to be able to listen, watch Sarah Westall. And she's an investigative reporter, and she was one of the very first ones to get canceled. And what came out of her show one night, and a couple nights, but this one night, she was talking about the that Wuhan virus was being worked on in Canada, in a lab in Canada. Now, a lot of people might not know this, but a lot of Chinese people live in Canada and work in Canada and they were working at this lab. Uh, I can't remember what part. Anyway, one of the Chinese nationals, this is according to Sarah Westall. Um, she said that they sent that back to Wuhan in the mail. And that is how it came out of Wuhan. And she's the only person that, that I've heard talk about that. I'm so sorry, dude. I I don't know if because I just this is the this is the hard part about having it go through my phone. And I wish I would have had it go through my uh, computer. But um, but um, yeah, but I just um. had somebody calling in. Yeah, <laughs> during that whole part that you were just explaining. So I don't know if it came through on the podcast or not. I would I would assume hopefully it would. But uh, is there any chance you could repeat that? <laughs> yeah. Saying. Yeah. So right. Sarah Westall, back a couple of Januarys ago, when this first started, she was the first one to get canceled. And then the next one was um, The Amazing Paula, which I love. But um, Sarah Westall said that um, it came from a lab in Canada. They sent it through the mail from Canada to China to that. Wuhan lab or the COVID respiratory, whatever it was called, but that, and that then it escaped, but it was developed in Canada. And then she also talks about the Canadian has a lot of Chinese troops up there right now because yeah. they also own a bunch of land in Canada. So they made a special law for China to come up there and, you know, protect their land that they bought when i'm like what in the hell that's yeah that's uh i'm right there with you dude and of course i can't get that kind of information anywhere else you know i i can't verify it you know i wished i had like a lot of money because I would have gone up there some way to find it, you know, to get like actual eyeballs on any of the things that I hear about. Like if I was a millionaire, I'd go find out. And why other people 
that have that kind of resources don't go do that for us is beyond me. Just crazy. Are we still here? Hello? Could you not hear me that whole time? No, <laughs> I just Ooh, now heard you. My bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a wreck. Damn it. Um, no, I've got no problem with like other countries um, having, having, um, you know, their country, like, like their allies and whatnot coming in and doing things like war games to an effect. Right. Because you're just trying to make your your um, military force stronger. I understand that. I get that. No worries. However, you know, we have had Russia uh, or Russian as well as Chinese troops on U.S. soil. And that um, I'm not a super big fan of, you know, especially mm. when, you know, that shit could break out at any given point. Um, you know, the same with the United Nations, uh, whatever you want to call them, soldiers of some sort. I'm not a fan, you know, uh, of course, I'm, I'm vehemently against the United Nations altogether, um, you know, what they stand for. So, yes, me too. Yeah, man, yeah. I'm glad that we're on the same side as so many things. And when yeah. I was going to school in the military, I was in Fort Benjamin Harrison in Indiana. And um, now the classes I was really involved in didn't involve a lot of foreign national people but uh i was walking around in buildings with soldiers from all over the world right and you know and i was drinking and partying with generals from different armies that were being trained in america and you know these would be middle eastern or south american it could be anywhere i'm like you're a what (laughs) you know but yeah, it was uh, pretty crazy, and they were you know, just like, walking around. As we, as you were saying that, I was thinking about you know like because I'm I'm also vehemently against the CIA, but you know it it just goes to show you how shitty they are and how they've been. I mean, if Nancy Pelosi can have a Chinese spy working for her for what was it like twenty years? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. at uh, Feinstein, I think. Was it Feinstein? Feinstein. She had the her limo driver, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the fact that she's still running around, running her yeah, dick liquor is beyond me. Yeah, for them to say shit, and then you know, and and that's on top of the fact that the NSA had been spying on us since what two thousand early 2000s anywhere between 2000 and 2005 you know yes yeah so for at least 16 years they've been spying on us and they couldn't root out uh a a fucking spy working working for a uh united states what's fine sign is she congress um she's californian uh she's either in congress or probably the senate uh no yeah She's one of those out there in California, in the San Francisco area, of course. 
Yeah. Let me see here. I'll find out real quick. And you were right, dude. It, like when we're both on, it's super easy to look shit up. <laughs> right. Um, and what else? Um, and that Newsom, him talking about uh, that whole virus started in the Vietnam uh, nail salons. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, what is that guy? Dude, that guy. <laughs> and he's going through some shit, too. He almost yeah, got recalled. They're they're recalling him now. They're still working that. Is that still going forward? Good. Yeah, Good. because oh, um, Bruce Jenner is running for governor. Yeah. So, you know what? Let's talk about that, because that was an issue that I wanted to talk about at some point, and I forgot to write it down. Um, how do you feel? About the whole, uh, what, Bruce Jenner yeah, transgender thing? Yeah, just him running. Oh, well, you know, more power to him. He's, you know, uh, he's Bruce Jenner to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know anything about his other move. You know, he, I wouldn't say he was one of my heroes. Right. But he's somebody that, you know, I knew was a hero to America. And... Um, you know, I know he still has his penis because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was my thing when I was in Orlando and I was working with guys that were, you know, we're working construction and these were, you know, real men I'm putting in air quotes here yeah, that were liberals, you know, these were like hammer banging dudes and, uh, you know, and they're giving me their BS take on, you know, oh, it's all good. And I'm like, no, man, no, they're, they can't be right. I'm like, no normal dude is trading in his penis for anything. They're not getting rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> there is not a man I know. There is no way a normal thinking, you know, uh, a working brain is a man getting rid of his penis. Exactly. So, you know, when they talk about those kind of operations, I'm like, who are all these people? You know, in my lifetime, I've known two that did that. And one of them, and I, I think both of them actually committed suicide. What? Eventually. Holy shit. Yeah. That's, and that's, it goes right through to that um, amongst trannies. It's a, is it forty percent suicide rate? Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, that is high, dude. I think that's higher yeah. than any of the um, the soldiers whatsoever. That's that is fucking massive. Well, I listened to uh, Brian Suits, who does a radio show out of L.A. on the weekends. Uh, one's called the dark secret place he does and he's an ex mil no he's still in the military and he's been in there a while and he's well spoken and he from his research says that all this soldier suicide is not any higher than the national average that where they're coming up with this kind of information yeah. is bs according to brown suits and wherever he got his information from interesting interesting but he does the, you know, he is uh, like my war on terror guy. I like to listen to him late Saturday nights. And the name of the show is Dark Secret Place. And he talks about that stuff. 
but he definitely when the uh the covid thing started his his prediction was way off he thought there would be like all these homeless people were going to die and all this other stuff that okay. none of that came through but his that other information <laughs> i mean i'm seeing homeless still <laughs> but that we know of you know um, yeah yeah so well none of the homeless people died but that yeah that's such a good point because you'd think that um, of of anyone that was going to catch it certainly it would be those who were homeless you know yeah. and, and that it would somehow some way get its get its way into the homeless population and you would hear about these sw- massive swaths of homeless people that were dying in the streets because yeah, of like Venice Beach should have been ate up with dead homeless people yeah dude fucking excellent point really good point Man, so that was always my thing. I'm like, where are all these dead people? Yeah, no, I'm like, you know I don't know anybody who died from COVID. Me yeah, personally, I mean, now I have friends of mine who said, you know, my aunt blah blah or my uncle hoo hoo, they died. But you know, when I started questioning, you know, I'm like, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but was your aunt healthy? Yeah, no, she had diabetes. Oh, and she was like. 250 pounds overweight all right yeah yeah good point there too um as you did you know this is something that we've known for quite some time it's and that's why when this shit came out and i had first heard that it was a a respiratory issue i was like well i'm gonna run i'm gonna get my fucking lungs in shape and and i'll be fine you know that was just kind of my my thought of like okay well it looks like you know those who are healthier are going to do a, a lot better. And in fact, I had a uh, a very personal experience in the sense that my my mother and father in law both got my mother in law, and both of them are lovely people, fantastic people. My mother in law never works out, and it's she shouldn't. I mean, she's she, uh, she's sixties, mid sixties, and it's just she has no reason to. She's got her husband; they love each other. There, it's a good home. You know, she's got no real reason to sit and run marathons and shit like that. Right. So she just doesn't. Um, and she doesn't eat the greatest, um, but she also, you know, eats a lot of home cooked meals, things like that. But not the healthiest of people that you can think of. I'm trying to say this and not make her sound bad. My father in law gets up at four o'clock in the morning every morning, goes right to the gym, works out, eats really well. You know, he's just been a workout. Pro- he's got. He's got high energy levels, you know, and they both got it. He felt a little tired for like a day or two. He slept, you know, he had a bit of a fever, whatever, no big deal. Got over it. No problem. She got it and ended up going into the hospital for about a week and a half. So, you know, that's a, it's anecdotal. It's just my story, my experience of what I've seen with people who got it. And it goes to, it goes to the, effect of what has been known if you're unhealthy you're going to suffer a lot more with this thing if you're healthy you're going to be just fine even in their mid-60s you know right so and then and speaking of the age thing the fact that it was pretty well established at the beginning that it didn't affect kids and they closed down the schools yes 
Yeah. Fucking monsters, man. We live in a country with monsters. They are. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, like my dad, back when I was in elementary school, uh, and they still did the uh, the PTA right there on the school, however often. Those adult parents that I sit in there with and the school board, they fought. And, you know, when it came down to it, those people on the school board sitting up there in the front of the room knew that if they didn't change their attitude, they weren't going to get out of there without getting their ass beat and waking up in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> they knew it. Because there have been, like, you know, grown men spitting and, you know, cussing them. You're yeah. not doing this. Yeah. You know, we'll beat your ass. And that's what the thing is, I think, is these people are not afraid of us. They yeah. are not. They don't have any fear. Nancy Pelosi, she's not afraid of us. That AOC, that crazy bitch is not afraid of us. Yeah. Well, after the uh, January 6th thing, I found out, you know. And her being, she's psychologically damaged now. Yeah, that's such a load of shit, dude. She knows what she's doing. That's just a pretty girl who knows how to get attention. Without yeah. a doubt. Without a shadow they, of a doubt. That's they love I'm her doing. in Orlando. Do they really? Ugh. Love her. They think that she is brilliant. <coughs> Sorry. A little coronavirus for you. <laughs> I'm like, well, no, to me, she was just a brilliant? stupid bartender ah. who was doing body shots yeah. when they found her. Yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. a bunch of liberals came in there and propped that woman up. Like, I grew up in West Virginia, democratic processes, you know, like, I was, my family was involved in the elections. You know, we helped get people elected. Right. And, you know, not just me. It wasn't like we were the some famous family, but that was just part of how it's done. You find those people, you prop them up. You're like, hey, you, you're going to be our next councilman. Hey, you, you're going to be our next blah, blah. You know, the AOC didn't decide to run. Somebody came in here and gave her that opportunity to do what she's doing. Yeah, well, the way that she came about getting that, getting in that position um, came from, if you've heard me talk about Jenk Yerger and the Young Turks, as well as, oh, fuck, what's his name? He's from um, uh, Kyle Kalinsky. He's from uh, some skeptic YouTube channel. And they came together to make, a, who was it, the Young Democrats or something, something like that. And mm -hmm. um, they held a, like a contest of sorts where, you know, people would come in and they would, whoever won, they would, like what you're saying, they would prop them up. They would, you know, flip their, or, or front the, the, the money to get them in to run and, and support them and get out all the fundraisers and things of that nature in whatever vicinity. And mm -hmm. that's how she got in to, to Congress. And by the way, um, Diane Feinstein is a senator. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So, and I think you said senator, and I said congressman. So, well, yeah. uh, I couldn't remember. I know there's only two senators, so I was like, is she a senator? Yeah, that's I what did. I was kind of wondering too, because that's pretty. Yeah, there's a lot of Congress people and and only two senators per state. So, so, um, but yeah, so that's how that's how um, 
uh, AOC got in. But yeah, she's a fucking she's. I can't believe people actually believe or think that what she has to say is worthwhile. You know, with all I mean, the the twelve year thing. You know, given now we have to wait what nine years before that should come to fruition to be able to look back and go, you dumbass. But you know, look at Al Gore. You know, he said, what "Was it back in two thousand? I don't know, two thousand eight? I think like two thousand one. He was doing was the the hockey stick. Um, yeah, yeah, the inconvenient yep. truth. Inconvenient truth. Yeah, and then he had to come out with a sequel, which is just like fucking. Are you serious, dude? You said we were going to be dead. You said that fucking Florida was going to be underwater by now, and none of that yeah. happened. Sea levels didn't rise. Like you're such a piece of shit, and people still went along with it. And then to find out that that motherfucker, if they, if we were, and and we are back into the uh, Paris Climate Accord again, just utter nonsense. Like mm-hmm. it just people read it, just go in and do the the smallest amount of research into it, and you'll find the United States has to pay money. Fucking China doesn't, India doesn't. The people that 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 put out the most CO two in terms of countries, they don't have to do dick until like twenty thirty, you know, or or twenty maybe even further than that. I think it's yeah, it's like twenty thirty five or something to that effect. Like they like they ever that. would. Yeah, and even then, it's not like an absolute promise that they say that they'll cut back on their CO two emissions. But well, here's my ahead. theory. When it first came out, I think I was talking about it in 2008, back when I was doing radio, I was talking about the carbon tax. And, you know, that's what yep. he was pitching. This carbon yep. tax is going to be for your steel mills and, and whatever else. All these carbon-producing factories yeah, or businesses. And then my thing was, is like, all we do as a human being is release carbon all day we breathe in oxygen we exhale carbon yep i was like they're not going to tax those people they're going to tax you for every fucking breath you take yep yep exactly yeah and i mean how i had it broken down to me was that there's going to be like especially when it comes to corporations uh, companies what have you is that you're going to get so much credit throughout the year that you can work up to. And there's going to be other companies that don't get to that point. So like, let's say, I don't know, let's say it's, it's a thousand credits. Some companies aren't going to get, aren't going to put out that much carbon, right? So, or CO2. Mm -hmm. So let's say they only put out 250, right? So there's 750 credits that they still have. They can then sell that off to another company that is going to ma- is going to meet that thousand credits, right? So they'll put out that they're right. gonna you know they're gonna have seven hundred and fifty credits, and they'll have all sorts of corporations, what have you, or countries, whatever it may be, that's going to vie or or bid to get those credits. You, you know what I mean? And it, it's just and then Al Gore makes a percentage off of all of the companies that participate in that and then on top of that any companies that go over that credit system are then going to have to pay a certain amount of a fee of some sort and al gore gets a percentage of that it's just it's such i'm like no yeah it's a a Uh, yeah good the they he just made money yeah for himself doing that 
and back in 2008 and maybe even recently i don't know about here in the last few years but i know back in 2008 al gore had the largest electric bill of any private citizen in america that sounds about right that's that sounds that sounds very very familiar yeah because he had a whole bunch of houses and shit and he had he had his ac going and shit like that from what i can remember hearing about it yeah 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 you know and then you got that uh john Kerry flying all the way across the world to get his car his uh environmental award from i don't know sweden or somewhere i don't know yeah i mean it was the same with leonardo dicaprio that was a big story because he was flying in his like hairdresser and shit like that and when you fly him in i mean it's a it's a carbon footprint that or quote-unquote carbon footprint that's supposed to be you know massive massive amounts of money just to accept an award on how much you helped other people or bring bring awareness to this this stupid thing it's just it's a load of shit and and what's funny about all of that is any of these volcanoes erupt and as much as you think you saved as a whole in the planet that volcano spits out right back out <laughs> like it, it 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 just went to nothing you know like this whole idea of like saving anything um on top of all of it the 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 ironic thing the terribly ironic thing is that plant life thrives on co2 you know so if it yes. were, as they say it was you know i mean i have overgrowth at my house but it's not that bad you know it's not like it's any it's not breaking records it's not like my i got this I don't know what the fuck it is. It's some kind of Japanese tree out in the backyard. It's not a, ma- a Japanese maple, but it's like this weird vine tree. Um, it It's getting a little nutty, but it's not like it's, you know, so bad that I can't manage it. You know, I've only got to cut it maybe three, four times in the summer, which is up from, uh, I don't know, two or three times in the summer. You know, so it's not that incredible. But that it kind of goes that way. Yeah, when then- Go ahead. So if you look at it kind of like that, then if they're trying to reduce carbon, then they're trying to also reduce plant life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they'll say that, you know, their their arguments are to the effect of, well, global warming, right? Or, I don't know, I guess it wrapped up in it is global cooling, but they'll point to the bleaching of the coral reefs in the ocean and, and things of that nature. And it's just like, Man, I mean, how much really? This is this is the problem with science um, in terms of the the religion, big S science, right? How much did they know? And this is why they have a problem with you and I looking into any of this because you and I didn't go and get our our masters in whatever scientific field. So when we talk about it, they'll they'll browbeat us over the head that we didn't get those, and so therefore we. But when you do that, what right. you do is you have these scientists that I talked about with the uh, the protocols. You have these experts that you get to keep safe from any type of normal person questioning, you know, and then you can it, and that only breeds an environment of corruption, you know, and, and malevolence in the sense that they'll. They'll take that opportunity. 
this idea that like scientists can't be paid off. This is exactly what I touched on with the protocols is that I'm sorry, not even the protocols. It was uh, project Veritas. They are paid off. Um, yeah, it's yeah. that there's scientists that are paid off. And this idea that scientists won't be paid off, that there's some kind of benevolent, they would never fraudulently do anything, bullshit, is an absolute lie. Right. I mean, yeah. when you, you know, if you have religious people that can do that and their God is a higher power than all of us and, they, and you still have religious people that'll, that'll commit whatever sins, it's like, are you really going to tell me that this person without any kind of moral foundation won't? Uh, uh, commit, you know, fraud or or be paid off. It's such a it's just such a, a naive thing to believe. Well, it's my understanding that they are paid off, and it's called a grant. Yeah, good point. That's what they do. They get that grant from Fauci. Oh, a lot yeah. of them get paid off from Fauci. He's in charge of distributing billions of dollars to these scientists so if you don't pay them if they don't fall in line yep then they're they are no longer scientists and uh then their opinion don't matter anymore yeah good point or they're killed off did you hear about the uh the reporter that reported on the um who was it was it was it bill clinton and what's her name on the tarmac who was that uh i saw that yeah and he's dead in, a, in an apparent suicide an alleged alleged suicide if you could say that who the fuck was that was that clinton yeah it was a clinton and so it was bill clinton and it was that one chick on the tarmac i think nancy pelosi no was it pelosi no, she or... was black oh it was a black woman from what i remember what was her Hold name on. I can't remember. I mean, I I remember the story. But, you know, probably 99% of whatever we've been talking about, they're not going to hear listening to CNN, MSN, or right. things like that. They're, they're not even privy to half of what, or any of it, I guess. Lynch. Loretta Lynch. Yeah, Lynch was her name, yeah. Yep, General uh, Attorney General Loretta Lynch and Bill Clinton. Yeah, his name was Christopher Sign. S A or I'm sorry, S I G N, like sign language. Christopher Sign, dead. Reporter on Clinton Lynch tarmac meeting. Woo! And that was actually in the Washington Times, uh, Townhall.com, Fox News, The Blaze, Newsweek. Uh, what I'm noticing is it's uh, maybe the Gateway Pundit is the first. Western Journal. I'm not seeing like fucking CNN, The Hill. Um, yeah, you're not going to see those stories. Yeah, though. dude. Red State. Wow, dude. Th th I'm not seeing it anywhere. It's all conservative media that's talking about it. That is and I, fucked up. Oh, here we go. Finally, Yahoo. Wait a minute. Alabama news anchor who broke news. Yep. So finally, uh, this is like the second page in on um, DuckDuckGo, and I finally found somebody, and and, and it's like it's at the very bottom. CBS News and uh, Yahoo News finally talk about it. Shit, dude, that is messed up. Yeah, yeah. But like you said, they're not going to talk about it. They, they, 
it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, you know, I don't listen to any of those. I don't, I, maybe I should, but I just can't do it. I can't go to CNN and, and watch, I don't even watch Fox News. Yeah. But, I'm right there with you, dude. Because that's something, when I was in Orlando working, that was some. well, I guess you, you get all your information from Fox. I'm like, man, I don't even watch TV. Yeah. I don't have cable. I mean, I got Wi-Fi at the house. And I'm like, man, I, I don't watch that stuff. But where I was around, that's it was 24-7 in these houses of CNN and MSNBC. That's what they went back and forth to. Man, I, I mean, I'd rather somebody not have cable and just have internet to, to have to see. You know, there's a lot of people who look it up on, their, on Google because um, I still have Google. Um, and every once in a while, especially if I'm like looking up what's trending – I'll go to Google and see what they're talking about because I want to see what the left has to say, you know, see what they're focusing on so that, you know, I can talk about the issues, um, you know, from my standpoint, but just see what they're saying about. So, um, you know, it's, it, and it's almost better in the sense that people will look maybe a little bit further into it. Most people don't read the articles most, or at least any further deeper than a page into the article. So I'd rather well, do yeah, that too. Most people are going to be on the headline. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and those headlines, that's what gets me. I, I can't throw up an example now, but, um, you know, I'll, I'll read the headline and it'll be disturbing. And then when I go to read the story, I'm like, OK, well, that there's nothing in here that says that headline is true. Yeah. 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 For schnizzle. Um, God, this is so fun. Um. Dude, we gotta. We're gonna have to. I want you to be a mainstay in my in my podcast. <laughs> we're gonna have to do this again. Um, <laughs> I did one last night, and in the middle of it, somewhere I got lost, and I was like, "And see, and this is why I'd like to have somebody else around." Yeah. <laughs> see what I mean, though? Like, I, it makes me feel better because who was I listening to? I was listening to Ashley Justice Warrior and his debate. And when he did his final thought on a certain tub subject, he even admitted like, hey, man, you know, I fell off the, the tracks and forgot where I was going with that. And it makes me because you've heard me, I'm sure, many a time lose track of what the hell I was talking about. It's still easy to do it. But when you have two people, you know, you've got it's, it's a lot easier to stay on track. Yeah. You're like, what the hell was I just talking about? Oh, yeah. Man, I've done that. <laughs> I hate it. It makes you feel like friggin' uh, Biden, you know? Like, shit. You can almost have a little bit of empathy towards that dickhead. Uh, I can't. I can't. Yeah, I, I can't have I any know. empathy to the... that man. I've hated him <laughs> for many years. Not just this last year. And, yeah. yeah, and that was another thing in Orlando. And, and what was kind of surprising, there was one guy who he, you know, I would say things. And he'd go Google it and come back and be like, you were right about that. And I'm like, yeah. You know, when I was like, you know, Biden is racist. I was like, you know, have you heard what he said back in the 70s about having black kids go to school with his kids? He yeah. wasn't hit to it. He's like, well, man, that was back in the 70s. Do you think you, he could change a little bit? And I'm like, no. Yeah. I was like, in the 90s, him and what, Strom Thurmond wrote up the bill that made it possible for him just to start harassing black people. I mean, it was anybody, but it was going to be black people. Yeah. Just the, 
you know, stop and search in New York kind of thing. Yeah. I was like, I mean, all these, these people are in jail because of Joe Biden. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they fucking just turn. I mean, it just, it, I mean, it really does make me look back to the protocols and think, holy shit, dude, they really did plan this out and it's working. You know, it's absolutely working where they're yeah. able to just get the masses to believe what everyone else, you know, it's as long as you control that narrative, as long as you have the entertainment and this, this, I think it's, I think it's 11 or I'm sorry, 13 protocol 13 that I just got done breaking down. Um, it's, it's all about distraction and it talks about specifically what I've always called is the entertainment industrial complex. It talks about that and using that in order to, um, control the 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 mainstream thought on any given issue and that's exactly what it does well yeah you need influencers exactly to help you with that kind of thing and as an example you know i know how that works a, a buddy of mine who owned a nightclub when it first opened he, we really didn't have as many people should have been coming through the door and we're in a university town and i'm like hey dude Let's go find a couple, you know, a real popular dude and a real popular girl and give them a free tab. Wow. Because yeah. people will come in to see them. Right. Yeah. It's I'm like, point. you know, give this guy a $50 tab. Yeah. And let them. $100 tab. Yeah. And then, you know, all their people are going to come in. Where you at? I'm down here at this bar. For anybody that's listening, if you want to start a bar, that's a fucking great idea. That's a great idea. That's how you bring in customers. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, you know, let's go do that. Fucking Bentley, man. All a great <laughs> idea tonight, dude. Well, you know what? And it comes from being around politicians as a kid growing up. Like, I should have been a politician, but – and I remember – having a conversation with my dad about it. And I was like, man, I can't do that. I hate these people. I'm not doing it. I can't be around them. I'll punch them in the face. Yeah. I was like, and some of those people, I'm sure I'd stab right in the throat, right in the middle, you know, 500 <laughs> people. Yeah. Cause they're evil. Yeah. I mean, there, there's no moral foundation there. It's all about self-interest, you know, and it's, a, it's a complete fucking, I mean, very, very few politicians would I trust, you know? Um, yeah. You know, and so I knew, cool. like, back in my my younger days when I was uh, maybe doing something illegal, I knew that if I was going to be continuing doing that, I needed to stay in my area, not go to another state. I needed to stay as close to my county also. You know, I'm like, I could practically murder somebody and get out of going to jail in this part of the world. Yeah. You know, and I knew that. And there was and there was times I was in front of the judge and they're like, bam, your case dismissed. And that was all political. Right. Yeah. You I mean, know, because my family helped get the, you know, the local magistrate judge elected. Well, I mean, at the very least, look at Biden and, and Hunter Biden. You know, look at Joe and, and Hunter and the shit that he's done, you know, and he's getting away with it all. Hunter mm -hmm. Biden. Mm -hmm. uh, screwed his own niece, and, <laughs> and China, China has you know, anywhere else. Go ahead. 
anywhere else, he'd have got his ass beat for that. Oh, he he would have got strung up, dead. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, rightfully so. I couldn't have got away from that where no, I was at in my political days. I see what you're saying. There were some lines that couldn't be crossed, and they're crossing lines. Oh yeah, they are, and that's because they're not afraid. Yeah, because they've got control of it. They got control over the courts. However, as I say that, there are some things that are coming out. I mean, you've got the Arizona audit that's going on right now, and fucking who is it? The Arizona Attorney General, I think, is the the guy that came out to tell. Um, was it his the Attorney General of Arizona that told Biden's AG that if you touch the ballots, you'll go to jail? I'm like, fuck, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's some balls on that guy. Oh, did yeah. you, dude, did you see the uh, the video of the news reporter yesterday that, that's coming out for um, the, Project Veritas? Uh, 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 yeah, I mean, uh, I posted something about that, actually, on my... Yeah. Oh, oh can't man, is that good. On air said uh, Fox News is... is uh, and I don't think it's the major Fox News affiliate. It's the... Or, I'm sorry, the major Fox News. It's the one of the... the subsidies or or affiliates or whatever um local and she was like they're trying to huh yeah her name is uh ivory hecker fuck yeah dude ivory hecker is her name she's got some balls on her i love Mm -hmm. it metaphorically she's a serious woman (laughs) i love it because she broke it out and then she did that and then continued on with the story. And I'm like, right, that's awesome, Right into girl. the story. Right into the heat wave. It was like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. She's still doing her job. Still doing so her job. But that's real Live journey. on the air. Yeah. That, that is just uh, another one of those. Uh, but way back when, in my high school days, I was uh, a journalism favorite. And then my first attempting the university was for broadcasting journalism and all of these stories that I see these days could have never my editor like Tom Till would have never he would have thrown those stories back at me right because we weren't reporting our opinion you know, like for my school newspaper, I wasn't reporting on or, you know, doing my opinion of something. I was covering a story, you know, so, you know, I'd come in and write it in my opinion. And he'd be like, no. really? Just the facts. Yeah, I didn't get to print that stuff. That was just in high school. You know, you went to who, what, when, where, why, how. Right. All that stuff. And they're never answered. And the headlines that are we see today would never have been in allowed in my in high school. Yeah, yeah, because there's a certain integrity to it, you know. Yeah, it's just uh, and and it's hard, like me, like me in my military career. I never made it above private because. Well, that's just who I am. I, you know, I would tell me I can't do things or they would tell me to do things. And I was not a lackey. I just didn't willy nilly. 
I understood what I had swore to protect, and that was the Constitution. Yeah. And when I was in the military and different constitutional things would come up, I was the guy that would stand up. I stood in a room full of adult men, and when they they gave an order to shoot people, civilians in West Virginia after a flood for a um, martial law. Ooh, and uh, so, you know, we're going to be walking the streets and protecting the streets that had just been flooded. And anything that they were going to steal, the TV would have had mud in it. You know, so nobody... And still, any, there was nothing in this town as far as like I was concerned at 18 was worth a damn, you know. So all they would be doing for me is doing me a favor if they came in here and took these TVs that don't work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, I explained to them, actually, I threatened to shoot anybody in the head in that room <clears throat> who followed those orders because that guy couldn't give that order. And he couldn't. And I There's was right. Really- that's what's up. Yeah. I was like, dude, you cannot come in here and tell the West Virginia National Guard to do that. I was like, now, you can call in the Pennsylvania National Guard or the Ohio National Guard and get them to come in here, and they can shoot hillbillies. I was like, but West Virginia National Guard cannot shoot a hillbilly. You can't shoot someone in your state. Yeah. Fuck, dude. That's and which was kind of what happened in Tiananmen Square, way back when in '89. Is uh, that was all kind of like local army at the beginning of that, and they brought in the part of the Chinese army from way out. They in um, Tiananmen Square, that was a big university town, educated Chinese students, right? And the yeah. army knew those students and they were going to school too so they were kind of hip you know they weren't you know they were kind of on the same page with their fellow chinese so that's why they brought in people part of the people's liberation army from out in the boondocks where they're like they went to the hillbillies and were like hey man look at these college kids they think they know better And, and so when they came in they cleaned house because they weren't the college kids. Right. Oh, I think man. I heard something about that. Well, hey, um, well, yeah. like I said, we're going to have to do this. Not just that we're going to do it again, because we're going to do plenty of episodes again. Um, but we're going to have to do it again soon. And a lot sooner than we did the last time, because I think it's been months since we uh, um, collaborated. So... Uh, what say we do it again um, within the, the week? Did that work for you? Okay. okay. Yeah, uh, that was something I went through Anchor and I was looking down at my episodes. And here in the last few months, I have been slacking. I'm like, yeah. damn, there are 10 days in between this one and that one. And I was like, I don't right? like that. You start getting panicked. You're like, oh, fuck, man. I think this last one, I think I had a, a gap of like two weeks and I was like, oh shit, dude, how, how does it happen that it goes that fast, you know, but it's just life, dude, life happens and, you know, you got to deal with, with work and all the other fun stressors that go on. And before you know it, it's been quite a while since you put out an episode and you're like, shit, because I still got, I mean, I still got some, uh, some other episodes that I wanted to put out, 
that I never did, you know, and it's like, well, shit, I got to get those out. But um, yeah, and I don't want to put any any pressure on you or anything. I mean, shit, we can do it whenever you want. Um, but if you're up to it, uh, you know, we'll try to do it again within the week. Yeah, you know, I'm coming, yeah, I mean, shit, I, like I said, you know, we'll we'll talk, we'll uh, we'll message with one another and, and see when we can do it. So, um, you know, where we when we can hook up, but I definitely want to I want to do more of these um, a lot sooner than than not. If that's okay with you, yes, cool. I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, you you honestly in a, in a in a I guess I don't necessarily mean a weird way but in a weird way you kind of remind me of fucking bill cooper <laughs> like it just re- the, the shit that we get into and talk about and how we talk about it just reminds me so much like like uh like bill cooper and fucking because you were talking about i think last time we were talking about arizona the shit go- that goes on out there which me and brain who i'm about to go on with here in a, a little bit um we still me and him made a pact that we have to do uh peyote together we have to, <laughs> we have to, I don't know if you smoke it or you drink it or whatever the fuck, but we, me and him have to do I think you eat it. Eat it? Yeah. I think you might eat it. Yeah. But I mean, speaking of, I got a little side story on Peyo. Let's hear it. Back in the 90s, I was, uh, I used to live in Moab, Utah, and um, and went to high school there for a little while. I'm back to visit, and uh, one of my was still uh i was like hey man uh me and my buddy we want to do some peyote while we're here and he he said well no man that's illegal now here's the punchline i was like hey dude you robbed a bank (laughs) and you're telling (laughs) yeah you're telling me peyote's illegal right (laughs) Like all of a sudden you're worried about it. You're too good for that deal. <laughs> I mean, you you were on the bank. Now, uh, his bank robbery was one of the best that I heard of. This bank, and it wasn't just one. He, he did several. But he had this metal box that he put lights on. And he went and put an sign on the night deposit at the bank set his big metal box there and people were actually put in that so it's not like he walked in with a gun and said give me all your money right but i thought that was a clever way to rob a bank i was like that's pretty damn clever and and you know what got him out of going to prison politics oh yeah his politics yeah yeah without bringing in it doesn't shock me man things and yeah. yeah. So his dad was connected and used up some favors. He, you know, it, that actually happened in Colorado, but oh shit! I thought that was pretty funny. Like, dude, yeah. you robbed a For bank sure. and you you ain't gonna get me peyote. Yeah. And by the way, <laughs> peyote is a, a, a somewhat natural. It is natural uh, drug, as opposed to like heroin or. PCP or some shit like that, which I would I would never touch. And yeah, it's like a cactus or something. Yeah, it just comes from a cactus. You know, it's just like wheat. You yeah, know, or like mon- a, they call it peyote, uh, peyote buttons. I think is what it's called. Yeah, I've got no no issues with any kind of uh, 
what's called a recreational drug that comes naturally like marijuana or shrooms or peyote. No issues whatsoever. And in fact, I want to see it. I want to try it, you know, see what it's all about. And as far as I understand, not something that like, like E um, or ecstasy, you know, for, for the kids nowadays, which is fucking insane. Um, you do, you do too much and you don't keep up with drinking and you're fucked. You'll die. You know, it's like, no, thanks, man. I, I don't, I don't even want to come close to any of that shit. And I want to make sure that my kids never touch that stuff either. You know, not that I necessarily want them to do yeah. any drugs, but at the same point, you know, I've, uh, I've smoked weed myself and, and, uh, I've never had a, a, I don't have an issue with, you know, natural, um, uh, drugs, especially when you, when you think about, you know, look at what alcohol does to people. You take a whole people or a whole room full of people, two rooms. And in one, you give them all weed, they're going to get along great. And in another one, you give them all alcohol and you'll see fistfights after so long. So there's, and most people understand that understanding. So I understand that. I definitely you understand that. that. You get that. <laughs> and in fact, I mean, I think my list. Yeah, I'm like. Good. You don't hear people. Well, you might hear it, but it's not true. You know, you never hear about anybody couple joints and committing mass murder yeah that's not that's not it's not well, michael savage murder. might say that <clears throat> yeah but it's usually people that have no no good understanding of of what weed does to you it just fucking levels you out <laughs> like calms you down for most for most parts you're more you're more well, concerned I, with laughing and eating than you are anything yes yeah. I call it a, a mood enhancer. So if you're in a good mood, it'll make it a better mood. There you go. Yeah. I haven't heard a lot of people smoke weed and get in a bad mood. I don't know if I've ever heard of that before. So no, I've heard no. people having some bad trips on shrooms, but as far as I'm, as far as I'm concerned, shrooms are, shrooms are fun. You know, they're just a, they're, you'll laugh your ass off and, and fucking just sit back i can't imagine now given i would never i don't think i would ever drive on shrooms or anything like that certainly not operate any machinery but you just zone out no but yeah i'm, I'm yeah, certainly in my experience is like a, a more intense thing you know the collars you notice things a lot more yeah well i mean with with shrooms yeah. you know it's a, it's a common thing that i've heard of People who see all the shit, like the, man, I can't even think of the name of it, but it's like you're looking through a kaleidoscope at times, you know, and it's just a fucking far out trippy thing, you know, it's good shit. Well, for me, it was like, uh, you know, the grass was greener, the trees were prettier, everything was just, I'm like, wow, look at that. You know, you notice things yeah, that you never exactly. notice, like you might follow exactly. a bee. Yeah, dude. Wow. Look at that. Perfect. Perfect description. Of what it is to be on shrooms. Wow. Would you look at that? <laughs> like, wow. I never noticed this tree in front of my house before. Yeah. Look at that mirror. <laughs> oh, shit. Is that another dimension? <laughs> is that, can you see the face in that tree? Yeah. That's <laughs> funny, dude. That's funny. But all right, man. Um, I'm gonna have to call it for this for this one. But like I said, all man, right. let's go, let's keep in touch, and we'll figure out another time to do another episode here soon. And man, it's always so fun with you, dude. Truly, I really appreciate you coming on. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. And anytime, making dude. it happen. Dude. That's right. Um, you want to plug anything before we go? 
Mm, no, just uh, I do the Nuclear Knucklehead show. I definitely recommend listening to other shows. They're a lot better. <laughs> How can people get a hold of you if they want to talk to you? Uh, nuclear Knucklehead at yahoo.com. There you go. And you're on Facebook too, but under a different name, correct? Yeah, you can, if you can find me, it's uh, Bentley Craig. I, I guess go. I got Nuclear Knucklehead on there too. Oh, do you? Kinda, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how I feel about media or some of this right stuff anymore i don't know i gotcha i gotcha that's why i try to uh insult facebook when i post things sometimes (laughs) i have noticed noticed. (laughs) that's all right and i also well i recommend to anybody listening when you do deal with a liberal they hate being called greasy do they (laughs) all right that's a new, uh, new angle. <laughs> I'm like, I just call him, man, you're just a greasy liberal. And they lose their shit. That's a triggering mechanism for them. Yes, that's what I like to do. Like, uh, and, and another real quick thing, uh, because <laughs> uh, I had somebody trying to be uh, a butthole with me, and I took it to a new level. <laughs> And let them know that if there's going to be anybody around here manipulating, it was going to be not them. Yeah, take control. They don't like that either. No, they like to have. I will control this. I will control the conversation. That's why, like you know, like are you still beating up your girlfriend or your wife? Yeah. Well, I mean, look at how they reacted to Donald Trump winning. You know, they lost their control, and that was that. Yes. All right, man. All right, brother. Okay, man. Yeah. All right. Until you later, brother. Be accountable. Be responsible. Don't be liberal. All right, brother. You take care. Peace. Bye. Hey, check it out. 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 Hey, check it out.